You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. I'm Audrey. And I'm Rachel. What's hippity hippity happening, <laughs> everybody? <laughs> I've just had a lot of sugar. <laughs> Rachel's eating a cookie. I'm eating a cookie and I'm a bit excited. And I'm hitting my afternoon slump. Yeah. So this is going to be a good dynamic. It's interesting because I woke up hungover this morning. Oh yeah, you did drink uh, last night. Oh yeah, I was really hungover. I had a really bad headache. Oh no. Yeah. But then I played an Assassin's Creed and I felt better. <laughs> is that what you're doing all morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I've been doing reading. So we've had drastically different days today. <laughs> but it's okay because my... Sucks to be you. Ouch. Oh. But no, I'm kidding. I love reading. I went on a spending spree yesterday. So I'm like, I think I'm hyped still off of that. I'm excited for all the gifts to come to my door. Self-love. I'm pumped. Yeah. A Beautiful. sexy basket came in from Amazon. Oh, it's such... I from wish our you guys Amazon could voucher. see it. <laughs> yeah, but we, uh, we had what we called a Bezos Bonanza mm-hmm. a couple of days ago because our our Wi-Fi company gave us £75 off at Amazon. Yeah. Um, which is obviously kind of problematic because, like, Amazon sucks and, like... Fuck Bezos. Bezos is but a But also, I got a sexy basket. Yeah, we got some free stuff. I got command strips. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Something very adult that I've never owned before. Actually, what? I don't think it is very adult because I think if you're a real adult, you can put you... holes in the wall. Yeah, that's true. So no, we've talked pretty student. Also, we've talked for like a minute and a half about random stuff. Should we do the pod? Yeah, let's do the pod. Um, So today we are celebrating, welcoming in Sagittarius season. Hell yeah. I can't believe we're so far into the the Zodiac. I know. We've almost done a year. I know. Sun is entering Sagittarius. Hell yeah. By the time this episode comes out, it will be in Sagittarius. Oh yeah. And... Uh, this is exciting. We've already done, obviously, episodes on the previous Zodiac signs. We've yeah, done check almost that out all of if them you now. To them. Yeah, almost all of them now. And we will continue on to the rest of the Zodiac after Sag. Yeah. But Sag is the ninth out of 12. So we have come far. We have come far. It's like, and what's, the, you know, what are we going to do when we've finished? We're going to keep going because one episode did not get <laughs> seep into everybody's minds. We have to just keep going and repeat and add and repeat and grow. Exactly. It's fantastic. So, Sagittarius. I was going to be like, I was going to be like, what happens next? And you were like, we keep going. And I was like, because we don't know when to stop. We really don't. But actually, no, I think we actually do know when to stop. Yeah. I know when to stop. Yeah, me too. Go us. So. What's your internal weather, Audrey? What is my internal weather? Well, I am freezing today. It's very, very cold. Um, so, emotionally, I feel a little bit similar Um, I feel kind of like there's excitement, there's, oh shit, this is weather, sorry, I'm like totally going off into You're going to where you ask? Yeah. Get the segment right, what's wrong with you? sorry. Okay. Snowflakes. Snowflakes falling onto a dry pavement. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Hold, I'm not done yet. I'm sorry. Sun rays. Shining through some of the snowy clouds. That's it. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to invalidate how you feel. It's just that that sounded a lot like one of um, Millie's poems. Shout out, Millie. Shout out, Millie. Um, I yeah, mean, Millie did. Pitcher. It did, Ooh. it did. It really did. It was the, the snowflakes. <laughs> snowflakes falling on the snowflakes, ground. Snowflakes, snow aches. <laughs> snow back. Makes snowmen. Men. Men. Fuck men. <laughs> the patriarchy. <laughs> Fuck that. 
patriarchy. Go. More like patri-anger me. Oh. Oh, that was quite good. Thank you. Um, Millie, if you're listening to this, please come back to the UK when yeah. it's safe to do so. But please come back soon. And we'll, we miss we'll, be, you. we'll talk about Millie for our Capricorn episode. Yeah, we will. Definitely. But today is about... Oh, sorry. Internal weather. Rachel, oh, go. Oh, God. I don't know. What's yours? I don't know. I just went to Sainsbury's and it was very stressful. I was hungover. Okay, and now, now describe that in a weather pattern. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to think about it. Okay, it's one of those days... Where it like, sorry, it's one of those. No, 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 no. That wasn't me shushing you. That was me adding wind in the background. Oh. <laughs> I was adding atmospheric sounds. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Digestic sounds. <laughs> um, one of those days where um, you've got lots of different weather happening. So like it starts off sunny. <laughs> and then it, there's a bomb apparently. <laughs> <laughs> where like it rains and then it hails and then it's sunny and then it snows and then it's really windy. So it's really windy because it's like pushing all the weather fronts. That's how I feel. I'm very all over the place today. But I'm quite happy about it, to be honest. And I bought a plant. <laughs> I don't know what the that fuck was... the weather sounds like to Audrey. <laughs> it's a soundscape. Don't judge it. Um, so yes, that was thick. Thank you for that. Thank um, you. Today... <laughs> Sagittarius. So we're going to start with basics. Hell yeah. So Sagittarius, the symbol of Sagittarius is the archer or centaur. It is also the only zodiac um, sign that is symbolized by kind of a human-like creature. The maiden. Never mind. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wait, I was thinking or Gemini, right? Because the twins. Oh, yeah. I, that was such a lie. I read that somewhere, though. But they are a minority. The ma- the majority, the majority, ironically, they, humans are the minority in the Zodiac symbol. And also centaurs aren't even humans. Anyways, the archer yeah. or a centaur? You totally judged a I, species. I did. Well, from no, an anthropocentric look, I, perspective. Ouch. I got it from somewhere. I don't know where. I'm not going to source it. So, because well, the source is wrong. because the source is clearly wrong. <laughs> I got fact checked right as I said it. Now, <laughs> element is fire. Modality is mutable. Oh, you're gonna continue making noises for everything in yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah. Ruling planet is Jupiter. Ruling house is the ninth house, and therefore the order of the zodiac. It is the ninth sign. Now, keywords. Hell yeah. Optimistic, ambitious, argumentative. Lucky, irresponsible, open-minded, versatile, adventurous, outspoken, independent, impatient, honest, logical, arrogant, reckless, philanthropic, charismatic, and generous. Ooh, good words. Yeah, thanks. I'm interested by lucky. Maybe we can talk about that later. Yeah, I do want to unpack that later. Yeah, okay, great. So take us away with mythologies. Mythology. You're so good at that. Thank you. I'm actually so jealous. My tongue moves very fast. Yeah, it does. Oh. (laughs) And I boop. What? What's that from? Rachel doesn't understand (laughs) contemporary references. No, I don't know where I am, honestly. I'll show you later. Okay, great. And I oop. Um, Text Audrey if you know what it is, fans. They all know, Rachel. You're the only one. Just go. (laughs) So, mythology. So, as Audrey has said, Sagittarius has nearly is identified, the symbol is the centaur, and it's nearly always been identified 
as a centaur, 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 whatever you want to call it, um, kind of from Babylonian mythology through to the Greeks, through to obviously now. Um, however, the identity of said centaur um, is kind of disputed and the importance of it is also quite unclear. So in some stories, it's quite a significant person, don't know if you'd call a centaur a person. Maybe someone who knows a bit more about. Wow, Rachel! All right, suck That's a dick. A little speciesist. <laughs> a little um, speciesist. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly onwards. So, in Babylonian mythology, Sagittarius was most prominently identified as the deity Nurgle, who's the. <laughs> I know it's quite funny. That's a funny name, Nurgle. Um, which is the god of war, plague, death, and disease. Oh, not so funny anymore. No, not so funny anymore. Um. And Nurgle is a centaur-like creature, so not specifically a centaur. Centaur is a as a as a name. A specific uh, species comes in slightly later in later mythologies, but it's a centaur-like creature who fires an arrow from a bow, which is obviously what the image. Yeah, the image is is that it's a centaur firing mm. uh, an arrow from a bow. Yeah. I wanted to say firing a bow, but that's not it. No, it's not. But I think that's how most people would say it. That's one of those funny things, isn't it? So funny. <laughs> anyway, in uh, in the Sumerian mythology, the name was Pabalsag. Oh, fuck. These names just get better know, and better. they're great. Um, Pabal means paternal kinsman and Sag is chief or head. And so it kind of translates vaguely to forefather or chief ancestor. So mm. there's some sort of sense of uh, like... Uh, head chief of a, a tribe, a community, mm. um, et cetera, et cetera. And so then it's going to get a bit confusing. So in the Greek mythos, um, Sag is kind of identified in it's several different people, and it gets a lot. But So um, it's kind of identified as the centaur Chiron. This is obviously confusing because Chiron is something else in astrology, uh-huh. which I'm sure we'll cover in a later Epithode. Epithode. Um, <laughs> Chiron was a centaur who um, attempted to change himself into a horse to escape his jealous wife, um, and then ended off as a ended off as ended ended up as a half horse, half man, which is a centaur. Cool. Um, some then identify uh, the centaur-like constellation Centaurus, which is another constellation shaped like a centaur, as Chiron. Yeah. And then, or different again, Chiron devised he created the constellations of Sagittarius and Centaurus to guide the Argonauts on their quest to find the Golden Fleece. And if you don't know about the Argonauts, they're a, they're a great story. I remember you talking about the Golden Fleece in a really early episode. Oh, yeah. Was Which it like one? Aries or something? Yeah, I think it was the Aries The episode. Golden Fleece. <laughs> There's something <laughs> like, so beautiful. Damn, that sounds lit. Can I find that in my charity <laughs> shop? Like, like, Y2K, Golden Fleece. <laughs> it's fucking Golden Fleece. It's literally something I'd find on Depop. A yeah. golden fleece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, and then you might know, guys, uh, Centaurus, um, the constellation, if you've watched the TV show Lost in Space, which is honestly actually one of my favorite sci-fi TV shows of the last, like, five years. Um, it's super good. The star system that they are, tra- the family, the main characters are traveling to is Alpha Centauri, which is the closest star system to our own. Oh, fuck. And it is within the constellation Centaurus. Mm. I explained that really shitly, but hopefully that made sense. Um, going back to the Greeks, different again to the Chiron side of stuff is... Um, Your yeah. enthusiasm is really <laughs> intense today. I you like know, it. No, I love it. Um, <laughs> so is that... 
Sagittarius, the archer, is identified as satyr, who's not a centaur. Um, is a instead a, it's a different kind of creature that has horse ears and a tail. And the satyr, satyr in question in this story is a Crotus, who's the son of Pan. And Crotus is credited as being the inventor of archery in Greek ah, okay. mythology. Okay, so it all ties together. So it kind of ties in mm. lots of different ways. And then finally, the arrow of Sagittarius is said to be pointing at Antar- Antares, which is the heart star of Scorpio, <laughs> and is the fifth brightest star in the sky. That's cool. Know. Yeah. So is it like trying to attack Scorpio? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Which I get. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to attack Scorpio? I think everybody has their arrows pointed at Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Astrology jokes. So no, yeah. <laughs> Just astrology <laughs> Um So yeah, so no clear cut story. <clears throat> Just a lot of mess. That's great. We like mess. We like mess. Sagittarius. Very, also very messily explained. Sorry. Yeah. Also, that's just our vibe today. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Accept it. Mm. <laughs> but um, so now I'm going to talk a bit about what having your son in Sagittarius means. Mm. So these are all the people that um, grow up being like, I'm a Sagittarius. Those people. <laughs> that it's- was so real. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's, but also basically what I'm trying to say from that is that we usually don't know that much about astrology, I guess, unless your parents know a lot about it. Um, and all we kind of know are our sun signs, which a lot of people will call your zodiac sign. Yeah. Um, so did our toes just touch? They did. That was <laughs> sensual. Um, so, suns and Sag. We have friends in Sag. I love Sag. Sag is great. Oh, my brother's a Sagittarius. Yeah. Hi, Alex. Yeah, so I think uh, if you're listening to this episode, not not Rachel's brother, but just you in general. Yeah, Alex person. isn't going to listen to this. He no. thinks astrology's fake. <sighs> <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> um, but if, if you're listening to this episode, it's nice to kind of think about who's a Sag in my life. Yeah. And maybe send it to them if they're interested or mm. not. But kind of think about it. Be like, hmm, how could so I relate to And so is anybody born between, is it like November 21st, Let's, let's check the official. Um, to December, around that time. Pre-Christmas. Yes. No- November 23rd to around December 21st. Yeah. Yes. So, Sun in Sag. Sun and Sag are very spontaneous, very fun. They're very charming. There is an aura of optimism and this kind of outgoing nature, which is uh, common in the fire signs. Mm. Um, They really enjoy groups of people, super friendly. They love having big social groups. As you know, it's also ruled by the ninth house, so you're getting up into the upper spheres of the zodiac or of the house systems, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, they're very on the go. They don't like kind of everyday mundane tasks they like to be challenged and to kind of do different things and explore new frontiers they're like adventurers okay um but at the same time they're quite easygoing and chill for fire signs because they also are mutable yeah they're definitely the most chill fire signs. yeah i would i would definitely say so yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a little shade to leo and aries um so yeah mega 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 optimistic um there's this need to escape there's a want of freedom mm. Um, like I said, adventurous, inspired, philosophical as well. Because again, this is the ninth house, and I'm sure we'll talk about the ninth house a little bit later. Um, but also very purposeful and joyful, and life is adventurous. So they're known for um, their kind of love of travel in foreign places, and disliking the mundane or the the really like I, I would say there's something 
in contrast here to like Taurus energy, which is Taurus energy um, likes comfort and tradition. Yeah, and routine. And routine, mm. exactly. Sagittarius is, is isn't excited by any of that. No, it wants it wants changeable things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're seeking versatile experiences. They might seem restless because they just want to keep moving. Um, if life isn't fun for them, um, then that means life is probably in like a routine. And so they want to seek okay. freedom. So like I said, they're naturally optimistic and lucky. And the reason I would then group these together, because a lot of sites will say like they're very like auspicious and lucky people. But what I would say is because they're so optimistic, um, they just manifest that in life. Yeah, I was going to say like their energy draws in what they're giving out. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. They're, they're optimists, mm. big optimists. So they will be seen as successful people because they're so optimistic and because they have such a positive outlook on life. Okay. Um, success will kind of come to them in that mm. way. So very adventurous. Um, because it's the, connected to the ninth house, there is a search here for meaning and expression and philosophy of life. What is life? There's an interest here of that. Um, so you will also find Sagittarius where the action is at, like a lot of fire signs, like mm-hmm. all the fire signs, the three. <laughs> um, unless there's introspective aspects of their chart. And I would say that there's probably, I don't know what statistically what there is, but there's probably a 50% chance of ha- being a fire sign. You can be extroverted or introverted. Yeah, oh yeah. Or the mix of all of them, right? Introverted. Mm. But there is a great, there's a great chance that, that you're a Sagittarius and you're like, whoa, I don't feel that outgoing. I don't feel that adventurous. I don't, it just depends on the rest of your chart, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? no, that makes sense. That really makes depends sense. on the rest of your I chart. I also think, um, thinking about our own theory about different signs being uh, related to different, like, um, like developmental as, stages. Yeah, developmental stages in life. Sagittarius is definitely the, the adult yeah. out of the fire signs, right? It's more... It's more chilled, it's more relaxed, but it's also uh, still has that, like, uh, seeking seeking something. Yeah. Like, that sense of, I was going to say dissatisfaction, but that's not quite it. It's more just, like, the want more, want more, want to try something. They want freedom. They want, yeah, they, you yeah. Know? Which is such a fireside thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So now for Moon and Sagittarius. So Moon and Sagittarius is... Um, where this optimism comes into um, an emotional side. And so your emotions are probably really deeply rooted within that optimism. And this can obviously be a virtue or a a vice because if you're, this is kind of my own interpretation, but I think if you're someone who holds like a really perpetual optimism, you might not allow yourself to fully feel the Mm -hmm. really deep, quite dark sides of your emotional self. You might just be, when you're feeling sad, you might... um, force that away because you're holding a thing of oh but I'll be fine it'll get better I'll be okay if I go do these things rather mm. than necessarily sitting in the the feeling and processing and the pain of it might feel constrictive and lacking freedom yeah 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 definitely um and I think on the flip side of that I think the optimism can be a virtue because it also means that you're maybe less prone to spirals and I think this this obviously depends on like a lot of other aspects of the chart. Mm. But I think if you have a sense of optimism and quite a, se- a good sense of like bounce back, because that to me is kind of a big part of optimism is being able to come back from something um, that might enable you to to go through things that are really painful, have traumatic experiences, go through sad times, um, but make a comeback, not fall into... In ne- a deep depressive a d- state. Yeah, yeah, a deep depressive state. And obviously that is like without any kind of environmental factor 
fitted in because not yeah. everybody is or the rest like of that. chart and also yeah. uh, research has not been conducted mm, yeah 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 <laughs> but the, that is definitely like something you could draw out of this no massively um moving away from that going back to this kind of um adventurous side there's an emotional need to feel free and any time that a Sagittarius moon might feel constrained is very stressful and very difficult um anytime they feel liberated is probably the when they're the most comfortable and most happy mm. um and then there's also something relating here to a need to feel constantly in a state of learning so like nourishing the emotional self through trying new things mm. through gaining new stuff yeah 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 i think it's it is interesting the difference here having sag in a sun or a moon placement because they feel to me they feel different in how they express in a person like mm. very different i think that goes especially if i think about any fire sign it feels very different because you could have moon and sagittarius but like a cancer sun mm. and it would feel so different to like a sag sun yeah you know? yeah just just because of the kind of fundamental elemental energies of it mm. and I don't know I, I am curious I think we should do an episode on like fire signs in moon placements because there's something that I almost can't wrap my head around like I just don't definitely. get it I yeah, don't understand I definitely it. I think so I think that needs unpacking more yeah yeah I think we overlook I think we there's a big thing in astrology about being quite uh, primitive about understanding of fire signs as an emotional side mm-hmm. like they're always just things like impulsive angry. yeah like mm. um action oriented there's not a sense of like depth almost yeah. in the way they're talked about which is obviously not how things are yeah but also i think just because we're coming from a space of having lots of earth and water energy and then both having water moon signs which are quite happy in a moon placement because mm. it's emotional and water is inherently super emotional yeah and so i think for us it's just even that extra bit harder to wrap our head around what that means definitely so maybe we need to have someone on the podcast that has a fire moon Mm. let's see if dan or matt our flatmates have it yeah we will we'll do that'd be sick do you want to go through mercury Uh, yeah let's do mercury so uh thinking about communication um the way i found this described was fire starters Mm. so they're people who probably come in with like hugely enigmatic and they come in with really bright vivid ideas vivid energy the way they convey stuff is very like like you know and I think that's super powerful um probably have their eyes on the future they're probably people who are thinking in conversation about the long-term perspective of whatever you're talking about um and then incredibly open as well so there's a sense of maybe uh not really having a filter which is like this mutability yeah so you're just kind of like you're chatting you're super fiery and stuff kind of comes out and you're Mm. kind of okay with that Mm. um and then there's an openness, especially to communicative experiences that allow growth and learning. So like that's, I think this is quite a happy placement because Sagittarius is love to learn. They love to do new stuff. And so mm-hmm. any experience where they can do that is like, mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, probably quite prideful of their knowledge and what they have and can be kind of defensive when it's questioned. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing that comes up here. Overall, pretty cheerful. Enjoy light conversation and both deep philosophical, philosophical debates. They're not like Scorpios who like can't deal with small talk. Yeah. They're, these guys are very happy in all situations. They're because, bubbly. Yeah, they're bubbly and they find joy in the journey of a conversation. Mm. They find joy in like building a broad picture of whoever they're talking to or whatever they're talking about through a lot of different ways of communicating about that thing. Mm. 
Um, and the other thing I found really interesting is that Albert Camus, the writer and yeah. like philosopher, was a Mercurian Sagittarius. Okay. Which I found really interesting having read yeah. his work. Yeah. Um, but you can, that is interesting to be able to look at an author's Mercury sign because they're, that is their form of expression mm-hmm. and you will literally be able to see it on a paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's and interesting. I wanted to share a Camus quote that mm-hmm. felt Sagittarius, which it. is, the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. That's great. Which I thought was so great. And that's very Camus because like a lot of his work mm-hmm. is around the restriction of life okay. and liberation yeah. of personal individual. New segment. We got to bring in artists work into this. Yeah, I think this needs to be. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Go on, Camus. Yeah. You want to hit us with the Venus? <clears throat> yeah, so I will do Venus and Mars in Sag. Um, and before I dive in, I just want to reiterate what Venus and Mars kind of like say in someone's chart. Mm. And so Venus is how you relate to people, your kind of romantic, intimate um, relations to others. Also pleasure, how you find mm-hmm. pleasure, how you feel pleasure. All sensory experiences. Um, and then Mars is action, it's the body, it's physicality, it's motion, it's anger, it's passion, it is aggressiveness. It's um, sex. It's sex. It's it's a lot of, of, of physical. <laughs> so Venus in Sag um, can seem lighthearted in relationships. Um, I found this funny because online they said that they're definitely a tease. <laughs> And I was like, okay, we're not going to be sexist about this, but they definitely like that kind of lighthearted teasing quality in they relationships. They like kind of like the playfulness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, jovial, fun, um, and this makes you really easy to be around. And so you will be charming to people. People mm. are going to find you charming because you're like, oh, they're so fun. And, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you you want to broaden your horizons through travel and you're probably attracted to people from different places um, or people that have had very different experiences, experiences. to you. Mm. And you might not consciously know this, but you might unconsciously attract that. Mm. Um, so Venus and Sag people are also collectors of friends They and lovers. They love a social life. They love a busy yeah, social life. These are people who know a lot of people. Yeah, and, and like, they like to know a lot, a lot of people. people yeah. Um, Venus and Sag can also be quite experimental um, in in love, and it also might take time for them to commit to to something, um, because they're just curious about everything else that's out there. Mm. So they kind of want to experience everything before mm. they feel like committing to something. Um, so yes, very friendly, very open in their demeanor, which is super charming. So. Mars and Sag. Sorry, that, I was just thinking about how an attractive placement that is. It is a super attractive placement. Um, but it also, at the same time, depends on your own chart and yeah, what you're attracted yeah. to. Because I, I am attracted to Sagittarius people. I, I, mm. I really enjoy Sagittarius. Yeah, I think the, the exploration is really exciting to me. I think that's so yeah, fun. I yeah, think, yeah, like, yeah. spontaneity is really fun. Because mm. so much of it I do really enjoy. But then, like, as you know, I don't really like... I feel like Venus and Sag people might enjoy games. Yeah. Like in a, and again, not in Playful, a sexual way. way. Yeah. Whereas I'm very like, cards on the table. Yeah. And that's, to me, that is like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What is that? That could be some Scorpio stuff. Yeah. I think some, that's maybe some Scorpio. You know? Mm. So I don't know. It, interesting. Interesting. Hit us with um, the balls. Mars in Sag. Mars and Sag is an instinctive Mars. It's a gut level intuition. Are we happy here? 
I think Mars, Mars, yes, I think Mars is happy in all the fire signs. Mm, okay. Um, because it's ruled by Aries. Um, so anger and passion may make you want to, like, move and accomplish something. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be related to the issue. So if you're feeling really, like, angry or passionate, you could kind of project that on something else to get something else done in order to feel, to feel like that thing is accomplished. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, and so... In this placement, playful, fun-loving, as a Sagittarius, as the other placements are kind of like that as well. Um, they're motivated to seek what's beyond the horizon. Again, this is, Sagittarius is future. Yeah, they're thinking about thinking, the yeah. future. Um, and so what is next? What's next? What's next? Um, you have a gut-level guidance that is flexible and spontaneous. Again, because this is mutable, there's a quickness on the feet here. Yeah, not overthinking. Mm-hmm. But doing. also, if you think about like... Um, uh, Leo in Mars is much more stubborn as a fire sign in Mars. I would say Aries too. They're they're more stubborn mm-hmm. and they're more um, focused on one position. Whereas Sagittarius is kind of like, I'm here, I'm there, I'm ready, let's go. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm kind of everywhere. So they're, they're like light on their feet in one yeah, sense. Yeah, okay. Um, and so there's a need here to align yourself with greater forces rather than personal ones. Um, again, because Sagittarius involves the ninth house, there's, it's more of a philosophical life community, external, external thing mm. rather than a me. Um, and you, because of this, you also might not have the stamina for, for personal action. You actually have a lot more stamina in the collective. Okay. So there's a fiery anger here, and this is just because it's a fire sign. So this means short bursts, um, and you may unintentionally set other people off as you miss the nuances of the soft things when you are being blunt. And mm-hmm. I think that is just common for fire signs as well. There's a quickness, there's a fieriness in this position. And that um, can kind of uh, set somebody else off. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, at yeah. the same time, um, this isn't a placement that necessarily holds grudges. No, they get over shit yeah, really it's be- fast. Because yeah, because anger in this fiery position is um, really accessible to you. Yeah. You can yeah. feel it and you can process and it goes, whoop, done, cool. So expressed it, you yeah. know? As long as it's expressed in a, in a healthy way, you know? Um, yeah, so that's Mars and Sag. Mm. So, good shit. Yeah, I think, I think Sagittarius is, is interesting because I feel like it's not, it's not one that comes up and I'm like, ooh, that's really intense. You know? No, it's that's, very chill. It's, it's very chill. It's pretty chill. It's chill and it's fun. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's just fun vibes, you yeah. know? To me, it's like the earthy fire sign, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I would say there's a, there's a sense of that for sure. Um, I'm sure there's Sag that are a bit more scattered and all over the place and a bit chaotic. I'm sure there are. Mm. But there is something something quite like... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm struggling to find the words for it. Um, maybe I already did. Maybe I did find the words mm. for it. But, but yeah, I, I think generally Sag is just like exploration, mm. adventure. Yeah. yeah and that yeah, is yeah. fun. Um, maybe it's less helpful when you're, when you have like um, long-term day-to-day duties and goals. Maybe mm. that's harder, mm. you know, okay, yeah. for, for that. Um, again, depends on all the placements because maybe you have Sag and your son and then everything else is like Capricorn. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you never know. Mm. Um, yeah. I like it. Me too. 
Right, are you you have something to share, don't you, Audrey? Yes. Um, as I was doing research for this, like a week ago, I when did I? How did I hear it? It literally came up in like a YouTube video or something. Um, a song called Barbie Tings by Nicki Minaj. Oh yes. And there was this one line, and I literally was researching this, and it came up, and I was like, "Well, I need to read this for the podcast." <laughs> so Rachel, you could look away from my computer for okay. a second. I'm looking away. Looking away. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I'm in my prime. Optimus. Sagittarius. So you know I'm an optimist. And that's, that's it. Damn, Nikki, get on it. So, I think that just like basically says everything. We can cut yeah, the rest I of the podcast and just have... That line. That line. Yeah, 30 seconds. Straight in. Yeah. Oh my god, is Nikki Minaj an astrologer? Yeah, I think so. That would be so great. I also, is she in a Sagittarius? That's my question. Yeah, December 8th. <gasps> December 8th. She wasn't lying, guys. She wasn't lying. She knows her shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. She's a she Sagittarius has, with she has, five planets. She has her NASA. sun, her Mercury, her Venus, Uranus, and Neptune all in Sag. She's the most Sag. Wow. She's the... The, the ultimate Sag. The, the Sag- Optimus Prime, like she said. <laughs> she is the saggiest of the Sag. She is the saggiest of the Sag. Keeps on saying, we're, sounds like we're saying the saggiest of the Sag. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. That literally is what Sag is. Oh, I love it. Sagittarius. <laughs> We've got a quiz. We do have a quiz. Let's do the quiz. We're going to do a quiz that's quite related, but not specifically an astrology quid, quiz. It's BuzzFeed's Are You an Optimist, a Realist, or a Pessimist? So you can I, take this with us. Yeah, take this with us, because I don't have any Sag in my chart. Do you? Um, No, and I don't have Ninth House either. Do you have Ninth House stuff? I can't remember. I don't think you do. I don't think I do either. Should but we just But it's check? funny that I'm, like, attracted to, like, Sag energy. Are you saying you're not attracted to me? Yeah. Fuck you. Wow. I mean, we're literally, like... We, we've lived together for like two years I think I am yeah, how would I not be? be you better be oh god ninth house oh I do my north node is in the ninth house okay it's a bit mess far out in it yeah ooh but I can tell you some stuff about that that's interesting okay anyways anyways back to the quiz are we ready mm-hmm. question one these are really random I think these are really old as well okay hey everything okay how are you? The three answers that you could pick from are pretty great, actually. Things could be better, but that's normal. Compared to 2016, it's been a good year. Why does everyone have something against 2016? Also, why is this so outdated? I had such a good 2016. 2016 was when Trump came into office. I Oh, that's and why. Brexit happened. Yeah. I had a pretty rough 2016. Pick an emoji. So we've got the caterpillar, the whale, the cry laughing face, the alien, the poo, the ghost, the caterpillar. Um, the whale. Now pick a painting. <laughs> the birth of Venus. I think they, they spelled Venus yeah, wrong. By Botticelli. They spelled it like like penis, but with a V. Oh, fuck. They've got Guernica. Guernica by I Pablo remember. Picasso or Arrangement in Grey and Black, number one, James <laughs> McNeil Whistler. Well, I want to go for the birth of Venus. That I kind of like the Pablo. Well, Guernica. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Guernica? I don't know anything, but I kind of like it. Okay, okay. I'll... Um, it looks kind of nice. I'll, uh, I'll tell you about Guernica when we finish. Okay. The glasses, half full, half empty, whatever. Absolutely whatever. And it's, and it's a picture of a glass that is questionably half full, half empty, or whatever. I think it's half full. Oh, shut up. 
Yeah. Choose the least embarrassing moment. Dropping your phone on your face in bed. It's <laughs> one of my favourite things. Realising too late there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. Throwing something else and there's no bag in the trash can. <laughs> Lied, loudly screwing up the lyrics to a song in front of other people. Oh, that's amazing. That. <laughs> Getting caught smelling your own armpits. Saying love you at the end of a business call. <laughs> okay, some of these aren't that embarrassing. No, though. I would say the closest to embarrassing for me is the loudly screwing up lyrics in front of other people. That or saying I love you at the end of a business call. That's pretty fucking embarrassing. That's pretty fucking funny. Like, I think, yeah. But okay. it's funny. It's- Your boss has called you into their office. You're thinking, today's the day I finally get fired. Am I finally going to get that raise? <laughs> I hope they don't heap more work on me. I need more context. I think, like, especially when it comes to work, I'm always like, oh, my God, they hate me. (laughs) Yes. So so I think maybe today's the day I finally get fired. Choose the exclamation you use most. It's ugh, nice, or OMG, OMG. Nice. Oh. Oh, yeah, this is pretty... This I'm a realist. Pretty, I have to say this is pretty accurate. Yeah, so I got optimist. Rachel got realist. None of us got pessimist, which I didn't expect that's anyways. Good. I find it so interesting because at high school, I was the optimist in my friend group. But here, I'm I'm the pessimist normally. Yeah, because I'm the optimist. I'm like a little too Yeah, optimistic. you are. <laughs> so Guernica. Uh-huh. Guernica was a town in Spain that was like totally destroyed. And Picasso's painting. Bruh. It's like really violent as a painting. It's pretty beautiful. It's though. really beautiful. If you took that quiz and you got optimist, you either have Sagittarius placements or you are attracted to Sagittarius people. That is my conclusion to the quiz. Yes. And Rachel got realist. So she's half attracted. <laughs> to Sagittarius people. No, but I think I am attracted because I need... I am I like optimism. I need a bit of optimism. That's why I'm here. Definitely not attracted to pessimism. No offence. You little Scorpios. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, anyone can be pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's that's cool. Cool, juicy. We got to the end. Let us know how you feel if you're a Sagittarius. Yeah. Um, oh my god, you're on my fucking drive again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally, we have a shared Google Drive document, and I literally see my little, like, thing come up. It's like, Audrey. And I'm like, that is not me. That's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you get off of Yes, my I will do email. it. It's just because if I log out of, I have to log out of all of them. So do it, bitch. But I have, like, I have, like, four kids' drives from school that I'm on. That's inappropriate, Rachel. I have to do it. I have to know if they do their work. Anyways, naughty. Um, get the fuck off my. Shout vibe. out to my brother Alex, the Sagittarius in my life. Yeah, honestly, and is he a little pessimistic though? No, he's he's like such a realist. Okay, he's such he's not pessimistic. Okay, but he's like when it he's he's okay. So he's a realist about like the world, politics, yeah. life, about his own life, about day to day stuff. He's fucking pepped. He loves everything. That's cute. Okay, but I also have to say here too. We say optimism, Sag, optimism, Sag. Now, Sagittarius are also very critical philosophers. Yeah, they are very Alex. interested in interrogating life. Well, so it's not weird that he's going to be like, I don't believe in astrology. That's not weird. It's no. not weird. Because it's like he's questioning everything in life. Yeah. Which makes sense why he's so into politics and also very into science too. So that is, that's sad. Let's but not also, taint it with our little fucking... But also, Alex, you're a fucking Sagittarius. 
and you need to accept it and unpack it (laughs) and work on it and be a better brother (laughs) no you're actually great yeah I think you're pretty cool you're not my brother but (laughs) I was gonna say I'm sorry Audrey's apparently been adopted (laughs) anyways it's true you have um sick bruh where are you ass I oh where am I ass? Yeah, where are you ass? I don't know. I feel Take a second. pretty. I don't know. It's been a long, intense week. I'm having. Okay, this is where I'm ass. I'm having a lot of. Um, I don't want to say social anxiety because that feels very intense. But I'm having a lot of feelings around being around people and worrying that I'm making like faux pas that they don't like me. That I, you've been feeling this for a little while, right? I have been feeling yeah. this for a little while. Um. And I'm finding that I'm jealous that net pop was yeah, really good. Yeah, that net pop was intense. I hope the mic picked it up. Um, I want to show off. Yeah, because I, I've, I've never, I don't really feel like I've felt this a lot in my life. Um, but I think this is a big, this is a big nugget for me. Mm. Um, but I'm finding that quite hard at the moment. I like good nuggets. Yeah. It is hard. It is hard. I also think because like, I'm not, when I'm with people, when I'm socializing, I don't feel like I'm normally so up in my own head Mm -hmm. as I am at the moment. I'm really up in my own head. Um, And I find that really exhausting, Mm. like really exhausting. Um, So that's quite difficult at the moment. Um, But having said that, all the people I'm around are lush Mm. and I like them a lot. Um, And like work's fine and stuff. Yeah. I bought a plant. Two plants. We bought two plants, yeah. We bought more plants. Yeah. Where are you, ass? Where am I, ass? Yeah. I feel like I'm having also lots of kind of realizations and putting things together. That's quite interesting. I also went on a long walk yesterday and was talking to my mom. Mm. Shout out Julie. Gemini Shout Julie. Shout out Julie. Um, and I was, I feel like we should talk about this in different episodes so we can give it more time. I, I kind of made the claim. I was like, I feel like I've been deceived by my son in rising. And this isn't going to make sense to you right now. And it's not going to make sense to anybody listening to this right now. Because I'm not going to explain it right mm-hmm. now. But I feel like this is something we should talk about. Because I think it's going to be quite interesting. Just my own relationship to mm-hmm. my chart. And then, um, yeah, the kind of explorations I've made within that. So that's been interesting. Um and lots and lots of homework, lots and lots of things to do, but all quite interesting and invigorating. Cool. And like like um juicy knowledge. That's nice. That's good. Yeah. And you were a great quiz host this week. Thank you. Yeah, I hosted a quiz. That was fun. Um That's cute. And then guess what we're doing tonight? We <laughs> So, uh in in case you you've joined us post our graduation um audrey and i went to drama school um and so all our friends including ourselves fit in a certain stereotype of <laughs> of theater kid i'm gonna uh. go with that um and obviously with coronavirus things are a bit shit for our industry right now and yeah. so all our friends including ourselves are struggling quite a lot with that and so we've decided we're going to do an impromptu read-through of high school musical the musical um, on Zoom together. And uh, we had to quickly audition for our part. Yes, we did auditions last week. I got the part of Troy Bolton and Daddy Bolton and Rachel. Oh, and the head teacher. Oh, sorry. And the teacher. Uh, and sorry, I sorry am, the principal. And I am Audrey's love interest, Gabriella Montez. Oh, um, how so exciting, your, guys. So your OTP, your podcast OTP, 
Uh, coming out as your High School Musical OTP. Yeah. So I'm very excited to play Troy tonight and Daddy Bolton and the, the principal. principal. And I'm very excited to only play one character. <laughs> so that's fun. I think um, you're going to have... I think not only do you have the most lines because you're playing three characters, you're also playing the character with the most lines, which is Troy. I think I need to give maybe two of my parts away. I think you do. Okay. We'll talk about it later. But, um, but we'll let you know how that goes. That's <clears throat> going to be pretty silly. Yeah. Um, so think of something you fun you can do tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, have a fun... The next day. Bring some fun into your life. Bring some, like... Ooh, Sagittarius fun Sagittarius vibes. fun. Try something new. Yeah. 100%. I've Does never done a reading with weave? my... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never done a reading with my flatmates of HSM on Zoom and done a whole production during lockdown that's new i was about to be like i've never done a, a script reading before and i was like this that's is not true it's a lie so try something new as a sad yeah pick up weaving it's the start order some acrylic painting oh, no. it's, it's, oh no it's oh no why did that perfectly fit to be here with you <sighs> oh, no. oh. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. You can find us on our Instagram, which is at astrologers. Um, we're putting out great content. I'm just going to put it out there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, you can find me, Rachel, at Rachel Elizabeth Coleman on Instagram. And you can find me at Audrey Barvey on Instagram. Um, follow us on the Twitter. We never use <laughs> astrology pod. Um Thanks so much. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Subscribes. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Um, give us a rate. Give us a rate and DM us if you want to yeah, talk to us. Yeah, chat with us. Are you a Sagittarius? How do you feel about being a Sagittarius? Are you an optimistic Sagittarius? Do you get told you're lucky a lot? Are you successful? Alex, don't message us and tell us that astrology isn't real. Yeah, fuck you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, love you, bro. Kidding, sending lots of love. Okay. Um, thanks so much, guys. See you in the future. But also, time is a construct. <sighs> Suck my ass. Bye. Bye.